When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Uh. <laughs> are we good? I don't know. Are we good? Hi, everyone. We are good. We're here live uh, from the studio. Another episode of Outside Shots with my man EJ. Uh, I'm Saul. Uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, I'm EJ. What? I just said that's EJ. I'm Saul. No, you said I'm here with my man EJ, and you said I'm Saul. Yeah. So I think my that was a cue for me. Well, that was a cue for me to just go on my own and say I'm EJ. Okay. All right. That was weird. I don't. It was kind of weird. It was kind of weird. I thought it was a good. I thought it was a good intro. Yeah, that's it was kind of off. It was a little bit off center. <laughs> a little bit like it wasn't as smooth as it should be to open up a show. But that's why I tried to cover you a little bit. All right. That's okay. okay. All right. Well, I mean it's early. I mean, we're here. Got, so I don't know what kind of shirt thing. you got on, but other than that, it looks a little it's, disturbing. It's, it's a little uh, homage to our guy, KD. Who was that? Kevin Durant. Uh, yeah, okay. Come on, man. I'm, look, let me hey, tell you. First of all, I'm not going to have it. Listen, I'm a company man, and this is a, this is a company shirt. I will not have you disrespect my company shirt. I'm not disrespecting your company shirt, but it's damn, beautiful. that don't look like Kevin Durant. It's, it's supposed to be a shirt skull. A who? A sugar skull. All right. I guess you did. Have you? Have you not even? We have a whole wall of them. How do you miss this, Eddie? I, I, I no, that's fine. I understand the purpose of it, but damn, boy, I'm glad I'm not playing in today's game. Oh, because well, I only want my Denzel type face shown okay. on the T-shirt. Well, I don't want you, you no know, skull. Why, right, why you want to get under my skin why, and show that? Why would you? Why would you say that out yeah. loud? Because you know now, not all I want to do is make uh, a sugar skull of you. I mean, I'm just saying, man. Like everybody's got a skull. <laughs> Thank you, Psycho Hawk 2000. My Slim Reaper shirt is dope as shit. Thank you. All right. Anyway, uh, congratulations, Eddie, on another two years with the Phoenix Suns. Awesome. That's the first thing we're going to talk about. Well, was that announced or something? Uh, yeah, yesterday it was. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That shows how out of touch I am. No, you've been talking about it. You know, you, you've said it a couple times here in the last but I, month. But I never, I didn't know yeah. that they put yeah. that so, out there so, for yeah, the public they, they, to see that. They talked about you and K-Ray. K-Ray coming back for his seventh season. Really? Yeah. The well, Tom what Ch- paper was that? What Tom was that? and Tom. Where was that at? I don't it was phoenixsons.com, buddy. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, I I didn't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you don't. Get, I know you get the company emails. Congratulations, Eddie. I, I get the company emails. How do you? Not? I haven't even signed the contract. I haven't seen the contract oh, yet. Oh come on! Two more years for this guy. You know how it is. And then also, uh, shout out to my guy, uh, John Bloom, your guy, John Bloom. Uh, also, my boy, uh, is going to replace Al McCoy. Uh, officially now, so it's it's really dope. Yeah. Uh, congratulations to him. Yeah, I'm happy for him. Yeah. Uh, it's it's amazing 
that he's taken over for Al. Like over the years, people probably had to wonder who would take over for Al McCoy, the voice of the Phoenix Suns. And it's not an easy job. But I love the fact that John Bloom was able to transition. He's not coming in cold turkey. Yeah, yeah. And I always encourage everybody to do that. Like you want to transition, you want to segue. And John Bloom has earned it. I mean, he has did the post-game shows, pre-game shows. He's hung around. Uh, you know, Al has done it forever. You know, it's almost like, you know, a guy's trying to get in the league and Eddie's 48 years old still trying to play, right? <laughs> and so I always told Al, I said, Al, you do this job, man, until you just feel like you can't do it anymore. And I'm so glad that he exhausted himself in doing it. And I'm also ecstatic that John Bloom uh, is going to take over for him. So, yeah, my hat's off to John Bloom. Uh, unfortunately, I got to work with tight shirt K-Ray again. <laughs> but, you know, uh, you know, and Tom Leander being, and Tom being, Chambers. Being uh, your co-host is a hazardous occupation. <laughs> man, if he stopped wearing them tight shirts. You know, he's got a great body. That's why I call him tight shirt. I'm kind of like, I'm trying to get right again. You know, I've lost a lot of weight. I'm trying. Okay. But I'm not K-Ray. K-Ray's like, he's ripped. I mean, he's got the Breakthrough Chronicles for a he reason, He be doing right? burpees. He does burpees shirt. doing timeout. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. <laughs> Congratulations to all those guys. Also, uh, John Bloom will be joining the PH Next Sun show later on today uh, here in studio. So that's pretty dope. Oh. Check it out. Uh, nice little shameless plug. Make also, sure you play that audio of me lifting him up to the sky. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'll make sure I get on that. Um, also, I, I do want to say something about John Bloom. Uh, John Bloom is one of my favorite people in the business. Um, and a little quick story about John Bloom. The first time I met him, I was in, I was in the, uh, the media room, and I looked over, and, and I, I wasn't really too familiar with all the Suns media at the time. Mm -hmm. This is my first time I was w working for Fox Sports Arizona. I walked in there, and I see this guy over there, and he's playing, um, not the Wii. What's the other thing? Uh, the 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 Nintendo one Switch the Nintendo Switch he's playing mm -hmm. the Switch mm -hmm. and I look over and he's playing NBA 2K mm -hmm. and he's playing with the Suns and he, and he was playing the team they were playing that night which happened to be the Lakers right um, and he was up you know it was like nip and tuck back and forth he was playing and, and I was just like what are you doing he's like I always like to play the game before I got to go call the game mm -hmm. and I just thought that that was really cool you know yeah. what I mean that's like that's new age stuff. Uh, you don't really see a lot of people do, especially not in the media room. So that's just a little that's what John Bloom is. Right. He's a little mm -hmm. twist on on, you know, a little bit of the retro, but also yeah. uh, bringing you a little new age stuff. And I, and I He's love a little it. fiery, too. He is. Oh, no, you don't know. You don't know. <laughs> like, you know, I'll tell, you know, I tell him. Yeah. Yeah. I don't hold anything back. No, I know. I play golf with him, man. He's a straight up maniac, man. Well, I mean, no, he no, 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 no. He's good. You are disturbed. <laughs> Tone the golf. Don't voice. talk in my back swing, no, no, I'm man. Just saying, you're disturbed. I mean, you, I mean, you truthfully, are disturbed. Truthfully, who made the error that day? I was in the middle of my back swing. That's fine. Who was but you know, everybody makes an accident and accidentally talk. We're talking junk 18 holes. We're out there four and a half damn hours. Okay? You're disturbed. But John Bloom is a maniac. My goal is to get you and John Bloom playing golf. I am telling you, we're going to get a camera out there. Two maniacs, man. Why? What's he do? Oh, he's a maniac. <laughs> One time, John Bloom, he he was playing back. He he claims he used to be a 
scratch golfer, which show me the video. Oh, but anyway, yeah, show me. Damn, the video. John. All right. But anyway, we were down in Florida. We had like we had a couple of extra days down in Florida. A couple of my boys came down, so we had a nice little golf trip. You know, we playing golf thirty six holes a couple of days, and John was playing and he was struggling, and all of a sudden. Out of nowhere, he tries to go over to his bag because he, he had a ball in the water. He tries to grab his bag and snatch it off the cart. The crazed animal didn't realize you got to freaking unbuckle it first. And he's, he's shaking it and trying to pull it off to throw it. He almost got it out, and then he just walked away and just shaking his head. I told my buddy, <laughs> I'm like, check his bag to see if he don't have anything in there. <laughs> <laughs> No, <laughs> no, you did. Oh yeah, I did. Oh, no. <laughs> I said, I, I said, I've never, I've seen some crazy stuff on the golf course, oh, but I've my. never seen the guy try to grab his bag to throw it in the water. <laughs> he lit. If he could have gotten his bag, he would have thrown it in the water. Oh my goodness! Now all of us are crazy on the golf course, including you. Yeah. But you know, I, I like when I saw that from John Bloom. I was like, I love that guy. <laughs> That's, That's like because you know I have an you know I have an app coming out. It's called Combat Golf. Uh -huh. That's a little tease for everybody out there. You've had an app coming out for like five years. What is because you know why are we taking our time? Because I want it to be perfect. Okay. Combat Golf is looking good right now. <laughs> okay, and so it's close. It's, it's close. Okay. It's gonna be on the All App right. Store right. and and uh, everything. I've had it in my beta for a while. It's, it's, it's going it's gonna be in the App Store okay. pretty soon. So. Everybody, Combat Golf. But anyway, I said he is a poster boy for Combat Golf. Like, I gotta get that on video. You know, that's what we wanna have. Like when people go on the app and see crazed animals like you and <laughs> John Bloom and, and myself, but I'm really a quiet crazed animal. I'm not out there crazy. Don't, don't listen, don't let Eddie fool you. He gets just as hot as anybody else on that golf course. You should have seen EJ and Frank Sanders going after each other on the golf course. Well, that's we different. All play. No, that's not different, Eddie. That's you different. lost your temper just as much mono, as everybody mono, else. Mono, 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 oh, we'll talk junk. On, I'm talking about a quiet anger from like hitting a bad shot. I don't do that. Like if I hit a bad shot, I keep it internal. I've always been that Oh my been that God, way. that's so, that's such a lie. I've always been, yes. Oh, you no. Cannot, you Eddie, cannot know. Eddie is the king of talking shit to himself. When he when when he hits a okay, bad shot, hold no, it. no no no, you don't keep it internal. You're like yeah. you mother, like he's cussing at himself loud. Like and I'm like man, this dude is nuts. Oh, he's quite crazy man. It's oh whatever, you gonna try to? You didn't even look right calling me nuts. This dude is nuts. Well, it's true. Kind of it's kind, true. But what kind of move was that? This I'm dude like, is oh, nuts. Man. I gotta hide myself because I'm ashamed of you. That's why. You putting your hand on your yeah, face? Yeah, I don't want to be seen. What is I this pillow? Away. What is this pillow talk or something? He's nuts. <laughs> What's oh wrong with you, God. man? Anyway, um, yeah. So, Eddie, congrats to those guys in Bloomer. You're probably going to see this today, and uh, congrats to you too. Crazy animal. Uh, and Tim Kempton's back on the call as well. <laughs> That's Tom another and, crazy animal. Tom, Tom, <laughs> Tom, Tom crazy animal. Uh, Tom and Tom back. Tom, I didn't realize Tom Chambers was now in his 25th season, and then Tom Leander in his 30th. That's why. Well, what season am I in? Uh, they didn't say. They didn't want to put that number if out If Tom there. Chambers was 25, I've been there longer than Tom Chambers. So what, 27, 28? No. Have you been, you I haven't been there Tom longer Chambers, than- I don't think Tom Chambers is in his 25th year. You, don't, you haven't been there longer than- uh, No, than Tom Leander, Leander no. no. So you're in between. I think this is like my 25th year, but I don't, I don't think this is Chambers' 25th year. Maybe they counted his playing time. Maybe it is. Maybe he did. No, he did. I don't know if he started with me. Well, anyway. 
That's an employee of the Suns probably 25th year. Yeah. Yeah, well, there you go, guys. Congratulations. Uh, can't wait to see you guys this season. And can't wait to hear you on the call all year long. Um, You're not listening to Bloom. AZ, listening to EJ. A- what are you talking about? AZ Family. I had the TV on mute. Um, AZ Family, by the way, uh, for all, the, all you guys that are trying to figure out where to watch the games and stuff like that, uh, here in about less than an hour, a big-time announcement on Suns.com um, and AZ Family Uh, You can check it out. Um, They're going to make it as easy as possible for every single one of you to be able to watch these games this season. So you should definitely check it out. Um, And again, like if you have if you have any questions about how to watch these games, there's a frequently asked questions page on AZ Family and and Sons uh, that you can use. And also Emma has the, the link and she'll put it in the chat here shortly. So there you go. We're trying to make it as easy as possible for you to enjoy the best team in the NBA this upcoming season. There you go. A super chat by Bobby Cox. Hi, Saul and Eddie. To my point about what I said yesterday in my super chat, even Eddie J played every game when he wasn't injured. He did not sit out to rest, and neither did any player that was not injured. Get real, Adam Silver. Okay, well, that's a nice transition in what we're going to talk about, which is load management. And if you didn't know, I don't know what rock you've been living under. But, but load management is now here. Um, and there are going to be penalties for uh, doing it. And so uh, 65 games was always the threshold announced several months ago about awards, MVP awards, so on and so forth. But now there are rules like um, making sure that teams don't sit players uh, in back-to-backs if, they don't, if, they're, if they're not really injured, making sure that the emphasis is on players, if they're going to rest, they rest at home, not on the road, um, you know, uh, making sure that no two-star players can sit out at the same time. Um, I thought it was very interesting how this all broke down. There's a, been a, a wide range of thought in this regard. Eddie, you were uh, an, an old-school basketball player. I want to know what your impressions are. Goodbye, analytics. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Yeah, you're in trouble. There you go. You're in trouble. Finally. Finally. And the big dog, the big dog, Adam Silver, sent that message yesterday. He's been sending it over the last few months when he said, you got to play 65 games in order to qualify for an award. Which I like. Yes. So this has been been building. There's been a lot of people that are upset about that, too, saying that it should be like 60 or 55 games. No, 65. 65 games is too little. Talking about less. Please. It's too little. You know, so goodbye. That's what they're doing. Because statistically, all these little stats and all these guys behind the scenes, these uh, couch potatoes, water boys that are very smart. Don't get me wrong. Medical professional. Analytic guys, very smart. You're some smart. Mm. I couldn't stand <laughs> math. I'm telling you, I couldn't stand it. You're damn good at math. But you suck at understanding the internal part of sports. And that's the issue. And the fact that robotically you condition athletes to not want to play, to take time off because they think they might get hurt, has been a joke running. And everybody knows I've been a pure proponent and against analytics since it's come out in a huge way. I've always been a stat guy. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong. Analytics has been around forever. I've always been a stat guy. 
but I never allowed stats to control the way that I played or control the way that I rested. I never rested. Okay, first five years, I played 82 damn straight games every year. Okay, missed one game in that five years, woke up with a bad back, and they had to basically make me go home in order not to play. Okay, let's look at some old school guys. Magic Johnson only played less than 70-something games two times in his career. First year, he got injured early. Yeah, Larry Bird never played lower than 70-plus games. Okay, the couple of times he did, he was injured. That's okay. One of the worst backs in the league. Michael Jordan. Played in like, what, eight to nine, 82-game seasons. Michael Jordan, okay? Uh, LeBron James, high 70s every year and still trying to play every night, okay? But it's okay for him now. He's basically almost 40 damn years old. We don't care now. We just love the fact that we still have a chance to see him, as we did MJ when he came back, okay? We hate that Magic had to retire early. Bird just said he couldn't play anymore. But those guys played every night. They played every night. And they were the highest paid players in the game. They loved the game. They wanted to play. That's why. These guys today, they have been conditioned to not want to play. And I don't want to hear Clipper fans say, well, you know, y'all don't have the right idea about the Clippers. Give me a break. Kawhi Leonard is the poster boy for this right now. He's the poster boy. No way on the face of this earth would you score 40 points in a game and the next night, take the night off because you think that you might be fatigued and could get hurt. No, I want to go out and play again because I want to drop another 40. Thank you. And the fans coming to watch the game, they just saw the night before you yep. got 40. They want to see if you can do it again. Yes. Kawhi Leonard's coming to town. So we don't want to hear it. These guys behind the scenes saw their demise is starting to happen. And, and I love it. I love it because they've taken control of the game. They've run players out of the league. If you're seven foot tall and you can't shoot jumpers, they have run you out of the league. Roy Hibbert was an all-star. Mm-hmm. He was playing on Indiana Pacers, yep. playing well. They ran him out of the league with analytics. No. I, I, I love what Adam Silver did yesterday in the NBA Board of Governors, and it's going to get worse. Find them. They don't want to play. Take their money. So, I'm all for it. So I was on board. Uh, and I still am about 95% of the way, but I will say this, uh, Steph Curry even mentioned this and Steph Curry doesn't miss games either. He doesn't load manage. He, he plays just about every single game. Yeah. He did sit out like once or twice last year, but he, for the most part, unless he's injured, he's going to play those games. Um, he mentioned that it's in most cases, it's not the star players that are wanting to sit out. It's the medical personnel saying that, you know, the the charts are telling us that you're at high risk of injury tonight because you just played on the back. They polluted their mind. Yeah, they yeah. polluted their mind. But yeah. these players, look, honestly, honestly. Oh, I can't. Emma, I hope, you, I, Emma, hope Emma, I hope you I hope you say what I think you're going to say. Because I brought this here. up yesterday. Remember this? Emma does okay. a great job. Right. All right. OK. But Emma comes to Saul and say, Saul, you need to take the day off. How are you going to look at her? <laughs> no, <laughs> that's not happening. Because why? Because I love doing this. And you got what? I don't know what. Power. Oh. <laughs> don't I, give me that, man. I guess. Okay. All right. Ain't nobody. Right. No, they, they can't go to Kawhi Leonard and say, hey, man, you're not playing tomorrow. That's what Kawhi I said. Kawhi Leonard, look at him and That's like, what I said. Man, I'm playing. Get out of here. Gerald, do you hear that? That's exactly what I said. Get out of here. That falls to the players, man. They have, they, yeah, they, have their mind been polluted and probably scared and somebody's telling them some stuff? They're like, oh, you that could be true. Maybe. But 
if, if, if I was playing today's game, man, I'd tell, man, go kick rocks, dude. You cannot tell me how I feel. Yeah. You it, can. How did that work out for Aaron Rodgers? Me. Aaron Rodgers been working out all offseason. They've been talking about, oh, Aaron's in great shape. He's going to do this towards Achilles and two plays. Somebody once told Give me, me that. Break. Somebody once told me that once you get up to close to forty, you should stop playing these kind of sports. And uh, you should. Probably but still, I, I mean, mean he's you, in great shape. You yeah. told me that. Yeah, you he's told in me great that. shape. Like he okay, and he just tore his Achilles. So did yeah. would rest help Aaron Rodgers? Did they rested him the first game? I mean, no, he thought he was in great shape for the yeah. first game and got injured. I, don't hear, I told you, man, what it is, is these dudes that are very smart, smart guys. I mean, you're really smart guys. You went to class more than Saul and I. <laughs> matter of fact, Saul went to school when he was 38. Oh but you're smart guys. Like, really, you're, you're very committed. You're in the library, you studied, and you studied one of the toughest curriculums you can ever study, math. I get you. I applaud you. But you know jack squat about athletics in, in the internal part of it, like pushing yourself, understanding your body. You're not a doctor. So, That's the issue. So one of the, the other things that <clears throat> I brought up was, sure, you can use these, these measurables and these charts and these graphs to, to talk about the risk of injury. But not everybody is, is built the same. Right, like some some people can withstand more wear and tear than others. You know what I mean? That's why you see some certain players have a high risk of injury because they just sometimes they just step wrong out of bed and they get injured. And other guys, it, sometimes it looks like they get hit by a Mack truck, they bounce right back up and they move along. You know, like like Jim Brown back in the day. You know what I mean? Like he would get hit, slowly get up every single time, and the defense thought, "Oh man, we finally got him." And then he'd run him over again the next play. Like, he just not everybody is built the same way. LeBron is not built the same way as Steph Curry. So those two, in terms of analytics and, and measurables and medical data, uh, do not line up uh, all the way. And that's that's my point. It's like you got to stop putting everybody into the same bucket and say, oh, well, this is a high risk of injury because of the back-to-back on the road and, you know, in and having 20 games in a 30-day span is just – you know, it's just, it's, it's, it's cancerous, if you will, or it's, you know, you're at high risk of injury. It's just not the same. Not everybody's yeah. built, you know, everybody's built different. So yeah, let me educate, let me educate our, our viewers and our listeners right now and why the NBA has done this. The NBA has been slow in getting this done. Adam Silver said something yesterday. They're going to start using their own doctors. So basically what he's saying is I'm not listening to you analytical people, doctors anymore. We're going to have our own team of doctors. Sure. Basically saying we're done with you. Then he made reference to the older players who people want to say, old man on the lawn complaining about analytics and all that. Daryl Morey, you're one of them. Even though I like Daryl Morey's gym. And, you know, ripping on us because we were complaining about analytics, true shooting percentage. It's okay to shoot damn bricks and be rewarded for it. All that stuff that we pushed back on them. Adam Silver yesterday in his press conference pretty much rebuked all of it. And he leaned back toward the guys that have been complaining, and that's the older players that played this game and should be respected and listened to. And what they have done now, because media is getting ready to pay the NBA a ton of money. That's what people don't get. Mm -hmm. They're getting ready to pay the NBA a lot of money. The next TV contract is going to be ridiculous. Luka Doncic probably will make $80 million a year. When, this, when these new TV contracts are done because the players are going to get more of a share of it. 
That's sick. You looked at me like that was just unbelievable. Man, making 80 million a year to shoot a jumper. I just wish I could that, get that it. That tells me you should have worked on your whack jumper a little bit longer than what you should have. But <laughs> you know it was whack. Just, it was whack. You, you know it was whack. I hold records, Eddie. <clears throat> Keep you going. Hold, but you hold records? What, I Temptations? Do. I do. Uh, I hold records, man. Go look it up. Ooh. Jeffrey Osborne. Go look my name up. I mean, Let's go. Uh, Keep I going. I hope you got some nice people. We got people. <laughs> Good for you. So, so that's exactly why uh, the NBA is doing this. They just started the in-season tournament. How is that going to look if you're playing in-season tournament games, I believe in March, and guys are going to miss in-season tournament games. In November. It's not happening. It's November. Yeah, yeah it's November and then the, the, the championship. It's in March and all that. So it's not, it's not happening. <laughs> so the league strategically is sending the message that you're going to play. And two stars on the team, and they've been designated. It's 11% of the league, right? I think it's like 50 stars or whatever. Those guys cannot, if they're two on a team, they cannot both miss a game at the same time. Mm -hmm. And so I like what they're doing. I think people are still going to try to cheat on it, but they're going to get kicked back. But the bottom line is the league has had enough. And analytics have taken over this league. They've run players out of this league, and that's why I don't like them. They've turned basketball to a positionless sport, which I don't like them for that either. And so I think the league now is going to start to push back, and I love it. So analytic guys, be careful, <laughs> okay? Your time is coming. <laughs> Hello says uh, in the chat, always count on EJ slandering Saul every five minutes. Yeah, that's well, true. Well, a guy slandered true, me, called you know me Ernie Johnson. Uh, I mean, I didn't somebody, even say anything. Yeah, true. I do call me Ernie that. Johnson. Uh, Raven uh, in the chat also said, uh, man, that son's had his sick, bro. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. I don't know. I Honestly, I think I got it at lids. Not but... even our colors. I mean. Listen, don't show your age right now. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. Style is is everywhere. That's not even our color. It, do, yeah, it doesn't matter. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful how hat. You go, how you go? Really? So why don't you just put a picture up of me and I'm white then? I'm, <laughs> I'm not black anymore. Oh, my God. That's not the same fucking thing. I mean, you tell you. I, I, what, I'm, no. I'm, we, listen, I'm, first I'm, of all, first I'm of all, like, Eddie. I'm like. Eddie, we are not going to talk about people changing the color of their skin ever. It just opens up a whole can of worms that we don't need to fucking open. Okay. Second of all, fashion comes in many different forms. You can still rep your team and have different colors about it if it looks good. Okay. Uh, and let's get to this super chat because I'm almost done with this show already. Uh, Bobby Cox says, Eddie got me dying. Go, Eddie. Keep preaching it. Yes. Eddie's on a roll. Uh, don't encourage him, please. Uh, and right about now, I need an OGs. Just to handle what's going on uh, in this uh, episode, uh, for all of you who want to partake in some OGs, please go to OGsBrands.com to find your closest dispensary. Uh, they're the best edibles in the games, the fruits, the creams. We've said it a million times. You know what they are. They're fantastic. Go try some. Eddie needs an indica right about now just to kind of mellow out a little bit and just chill. He came in on a hot streak. Uh, uh, me, I probably need, to, probably need an indica too uh, or something to just kind of like wipe my memory from this ever happening. So uh, go to OGsBrands.com. Enjoy the, the best edibles out there. Uh, and remember, you must be 21 years of age or more to enjoy and enjoy responsibly. Um, this, there's no good transition, I guess. I mean, I was talking about OGs, but I don't think my guy was on OGs. I think he might have been on something a little bit different. Kai Jones was on an all-time heater uh, last week. Uh, he had this tweet. Uh, that when somebody asked him if he could beat uh, that, that asked him to admit that LaMelo and Brandon Miller were better than him. 
uh, and so was 50% of the roster. Kai Jones, who plays for the Hornets, said, I've had a higher field goal percentage than those guys since I came out the womb, and none of them can guard me, so know your ball before you talk to the one in here, MF. What did MF stand for? Oh, you know what that means, man. Uh, my friend. Uh, yeah, no, no, that, that's not that's not what that means. But it uh, could. He could say that. You and, know, you can't get penalized and, for what he just said. He said, that's in here, my friend. Sure, sure. But then on top of that, um, he went on to IG Live, and shit just went crazy. A goat time, Odell? I'm having a goat day? I had to do drugs or something. <laughs> no. <laughs> My greatest days of all time was in the long jump pit, boy. By myself, not a drug, man. You about to get traded. Uh, man, I don't think so. I just met with Mr. Day. I don't think I'm getting traded. I think your hornets are very high on me. If I get that call on my phone, I will pack my bag. But I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. And they get hit and so. Just talk to Mr. Day. That's why I talk to him. He said he likes me. I I don't even I don't even know what he said. Uh I think I wanna say that he was not worried about getting traded. Uh that the Hornets like him. Uh but it was a lot of gibberish. A lot of it didn't make sense. And uh, I'm going to assume that he wasn't exactly just – he was vibing a different kind of way, if you know what I mean. Yeah, but, you know, I mean, the good thing about that video is he – I don't know, is he drinking some almond milk or something? I mean, <laughs> he, like – I think that, it was coconut it was water. Coconut, coconut water. water. So, I mean, that right there said, you know, he let people know I'm not ripped. Or I'm, maybe I need to get hydrated from being ripped. I, I don't know what it was, but, no, he was – he was – uh I knew this girl named Molly once. He was on something. He he was on something because I I don't know what. I thought he was singing a song at first. Because, you know, you get rap songs now. Like, I'm out of touch a little bit. It seemed like he was was rapping or something. Uh, This young man here, he's a comedian or he's on the edge. (laughs) Like, if I was a teammate, I'd walk into trading camp, like, side-eyed looking at (laughs) <laughs> I mean, that was deep. Oh, man. Yeah, in, in him in on the basketball court, please. Uh, man, what did he average last year? Three points? Uh, yeah, he also said he would beat LeBron in a one, one-on-one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Probably not. Right. Probably not. Okay, he's, he's, I don't know what he's trying to do. Yeah, he was, he was on something. He was, uh, he, was, he was feeling himself in many different ways. Um, to cut him. Yeah, I mean, listen, uh, he – He's not that valuable, and uh, he might find out soon enough. We'll we'll see. Uh, also, uh, before we end this show, uh, I did want to bring done? up. No, we're not done. We're going to talk about one more thing. I mean, but that's it. Oh well, if you want to catch another L, I actually did forget about this, but I'm glad you brought it up. Your Cubs suck. Um, they got three out of four taken away from them in Chicago. They're about to get swept when they come back here. Uh, to the desert starting on Friday. I hope you go to the, one of those games because I want to see the misery on your face when your team loses in front of your own eyes. MLB standings. <laughs> oh, come on. You got to look it up? You don't even know what it is? No, I just want to You guys that. are ahead of us. I don't care. Uh, I don't care. Uh, I don't care, Eddie. Uh, we still beat you three out look, of four. We're looking. We're, right now, we're looking up at the really the Phillies. 
Everybody wanted blues. me to talk about this, so I brought it up because we're not wanted... even worried about the Diamondbacks right now. It doesn't matter. You have to be worried about us when and you come to see us again. They're gonna see. They're gonna see us. You're gonna see it. You're gonna see. You're gonna see us. Get, we're gonna. You're gonna see us with the brooms out. That's I'll be there on see. Saturday, and I'll have a Cub hat on, and I dare anybody come up to me. Matter of fact, <laughs> matter of fact, I had a chance to get some tickets behind the dugout. Yeah, and I'm not gonna call the person out. I don't even know who the person is, but. Uh, a friend of mine was gonna. He they they were given tickets, mm-hmm. and I guess the prerequisite was you can't show up in Cub gear, and you can't cheer for the Cubs. Well, let, okay, I don't know who this person is, but let me turn to the camera right now. <laughs> you don't tell me who to cheer for. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you that right now. I am diehard Cub fan. If I want to oh show up goodness. at the Diamondback, I'll show up, get the free ticket, and you get mad, and I'll pay you for the damn ticket. How about that? I'll give you double your money back. I don't care, okay? Don't you ever tell me to show up and don't cheer for my beloved Cubs, okay? Derek Hall knows this. Scott Geyer knows this. Matter of fact, Scott gave me tickets, okay? They know it. Derek Hall's given me problems over the last number of years. I had Diamondback season tickets when they first got here for many years, right behind home plate. If you go back to some old Diamondback games, I was EJ behind the behind the catcher doing this. I was in better <laughs> shape then, though, because I had my dad, I'm wearing my body shirts and everything. I was back there like, damn. <laughs> okay. What the fuck is a body shirt? Body shirt is like, like when you got like a body suit. No, when you got you like the Under Armour stuff. Just like. Just, you know, it, it wasn't even a, it wasn't a medium. It was a large. Just, <laughs> I was just freaking ripped. Well, I, I was still playing back then. I just want to know what a bodysuit is. What? Well, no, body shirt. Like you know, the dress shirt, but it just it tailored to my body. Okay. My, my right. six pack right. was on a fire. A fitted shirt. My six pack go. was on fire. Okay. But I had Diamondback tickets for about eight years. Don't tell me who I need to cheer for. I will always defer to the Cubs. And the Bears. I love the Cardinals. I like the Diamondbacks. I am a Chicago Bear fan first and a Cub fan first. And if you don't like it, Arizona, kick rocks. I don't care. <laughs> I really don't. I grew up in that. You're not going to make me give up my heritage. Uh, okay. Oh, nobody's asking you to give up your heritage. We're just asking you to you take this L up. like a man. That's all. You, they, the Diamondbacks came to Wrigley Field after we were tired. We played oh, like 16 Oh, look at the excuse. This is what I hear on the golf course, people. We played about 16 All the, t- all the excuses. Just take it. Just uh, own up to it, man. They're they going to get a dose. They're going to get a dose of Bellinger this week. Oh, my God. Hey, belly, belly bomb. That's what we call belly. There's another belly bomb. Listen, uh, Buck Dog Y'all has a right. Y'all got a good team. That little Eddie, dude, Eddie, Carol. That Eddie, little dude, Carol, last week, man, I'm going to reach through the screen, slap him upside the head. Eddie is like a mother bear protecting dude, them. Carol, cubs. he's good. I like him. He's a gnat. I'm telling you, if I see him at the game, I might trip him. Oh, my gosh. Uh, please don't do that because then you might not ever be invited back. Uh, Corbin Carroll uh, Carol is oh, he's, uh, he's, he's must legit. be protected at all costs. He's legit. He is. He, the dude is a little gnat. They got a lot of legit little players gnat, over there. Little gnat. Just need to get the bats going. Um, last but not least, um, have you been watching Winning Time? No. Why not? I, I mean, I, I will. I've been watching Lioness lately. No, 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 no. Winning Time. Basketball I've been watching guy. Lioness. This is a basketball I don't podcast. care. It's not a basketball. They, they can't play. 
I played against a couple of them dudes. They can't even walk and chew gum at the same Did time. Did you? But you played against the actual Lakers in the actual. No, Celtics I'm, I'm talking about the actors. I can't. Uh, no, I got you on that. But why haven't you watched the show? I did. I watched the first season. I just haven't gotten into the second. The season second season, yet, but I will. The second season, a million times better than the first. Well, I will. I, I mean, so I will. good. No, I will. So good. Look, some of the some of the some of the stuff is true. Some of it's not. Some of it is. Some of it isn't. But, no, I'm gonna catch up. But, I'll catch up. The the theme of this this particular season is obviously it's getting down to the end, and this Sunday's the season finale. Uh, season finale. But they got I already <laughs> already they got I already heard they got five seasons in the can. Uh, well, I hope so. That's what that's, I heard. That's not. I don't think that's quite true because their showrunners on Twitter right now asking for people to support the show so they can renew it for the well, third I, season. Because you don't want to end I it just, on a Boston Celtics win because that's apparently what's about to happen on Sunday. Yeah, uh, and this I whole think they're season... going to go all the way through Kobe and Shaq. I, I think it's going to keep going. No, I don't think it's going to Oh, gonna yeah, I think it will. No. I think it will. Anyway, so, so basically the, the theme of this season has been the Lakers versus the Celtics and the, the animosity and the hatred for both of those fan oh, bases yeah. for each other. You living up in, in that era with Bird and Magic um, and playing in that era um, from afar and, and what you know, and I know you have good relationships with Magic and stuff. What was it? What was that like in the moment? Like knowing that the Lakers and the Celtics were like the two premier teams that hated each other in the league. They hated each other, but they respected each other, right? I don't like sometimes people think, oh, they hated each other. Like they fight if they can, you know, if they run across each other on the street. No, Magic and Bird were like, they were like adversaries, but they were still friends. They did a commercial together. They had a lot of respect for each other, but they hated the guy in the uniform. That's all that is, right? They hated the guy in the uniform. And then during that era, even as an NBA players, we would take sides. Even though the Lakers were knocking our head down, I just never wanted to cheer for Boston mm. uh, for obvious reasons based on, you know, obviously me growing up in the 60s and seeing what Bill Russell went through. I could just never get over the treatment that he was subjected to, even though he was winning them championships. Now, I'm not blaming the people in the present for what the people in the past did. That's a whole different animal. When's the last time you went to Boston? I go there every year when we play them. I don't, and my son went to Brewster Academy, so I used to go there quite a bit, you know, when he was in school there. He went there for a year. So, no, I mean, Boston, look, it's an old archaic city, but it has a lot of feel to it, mm -hmm. you know, and a lot of people love the city. That's fine. I loved their team. I respected their team. Like like I said, Larry Bird, man, it's, it's – I can't even have too many accolades about him. Mm -hmm. It's just that's how amazing a basketball player he was. And Robert Parrish, who I consider a friend, Kevin McHale, was on my radio show. Matter of fact, he called into my show yesterday, Sirius XM NBA Radio, 1 to 4. Eddie's hosting this week, so I'm very opinionated like Saul is. You know, he controls the show here. I control my show this afternoon. One to four Pacific time. I hope your co-host gives you as much Sirius shit Sirius XM as NBA Radio. Yeah, I've been on one uh, this whole week. <laughs> so, yeah, Kevin McHale called in. Greg Kite called in. Ooh, Remember Greg Kite? Yeah, he called yeah. in. See, we have NBA players that actually call in. Sure. You don't call them. They'll call in. And, yeah, so the 86 Celtic team was huge. Uh, I think one of the greatest teams ever. Uh, and so, no, I, I have a lot of respect for them. Uh, and the Lakers, you just love the way they played. It, you know, you, you've told a lot of stories on this show about Bird and, and Jordan. You haven't really said anything about Magic specifically, and I want to know. Well, I'll say something about it. Is, is, there, is there a particular well, moment or a, or a story that you have about Magic Johnson? Well, because, again, he was one of my favorite players growing up. Yeah, well, the one, I hopefully I didn't mention this before, but 
he and I really, you know, knew each other in high school. And so we were both Parade All-Americans. Did you have a fro? Yeah, a mini fro. We were both Parade All-Americans. And so we got, you know, we were in Washington, D.C. for the Parade All-American game. And, uh, and I just watched him in practice. I was just like, this dude was ridiculous. And I remember him walking past me. It's weird, man, because my ego was had to be put in check. But I remember vividly, we all got off the bus, and he was he was walking in front of me, and the University of Michigan assistant coaches were walking in front of us, and they were recruit, recruiting both of us, and they held the door open like for Magic. Oh, come on, Magic, come on in, and then they let the door go on me. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they saw me or not, but mm-hmm. I took that as an insult. Sure, right, and so. And I don't think I was going to go there, so I just kind of used that as ammunition to say, oh, I'm not going there. You know, but they were very nice. Bill Frieda was assistant coach on that team. I love Bill Frieda to oh, death, yeah. man. Love him to death. But, you know, you just try to look for reasons why you don't like somebody sure. or do something. And so we go in, and so I say, okay, they have to magic, they have to magic. So later on that night after a practice, Magic saw how good I could shoot. He's like, Eddie, you need to come, man. You need to come join me, man. I'm telling you, man. I will make it easy for you. He just kept recruiting me. But he didn't know where he was going. He like, I don't know, man. I'm either Michigan State or Michigan. I just haven't made my mind up. But don't they make no decisions. Why don't you wait, wait? I got an ego too. I gotta wait for you. You know, so Oh, Eddie. Hold it. If oh, I knew man. what I knew now, nah, I would have waited for him to the end of the damn morning. <laughs> Get me wrong. One of the biggest damn mistakes oh, I ever man. made in that sense. So we get back, we to, then we go play Albert Schweitzer games. This American coach is coaching uh, our team. So we have this team that we play in the international against a lot of little countries, and we're just blowing them all out by 20, 30 points. But the second game, we had a tough game going on for a minute. And Magic came down and turned it over about three times. And it really wasn't his fault. Guys just weren't looking. Like, he hit a guy in the head one time. Guy wasn't looking, hit a guy in the hand, didn't turn around quick. So the coach calls a timeout and he brings us over and he's like, you know, you're the tallest guy on the team looking at Magic. You know, why don't you give the ball to Darnell Valentine, who's on the team? Don- Darnell Valentine was a hell of a player. Give the ball to him or Tommy Baker, who played in Indiana. Give it to them. They're point guards. Come on, you just give Ooh. the ball up. Oh my God. And I'm looking at Magic and Magic is like, he looked like he's about ready to just burst into tears. So he subbed both of us out. We're sitting on the bench and Magic is like, ticked. He just got his head down like this. Man, what this dude trying to do, man? You know, talking to himself. I said, Magic, what kind of influence this dude got over you? Like, he's not going to bench you. Like, man, pump him, man. Go out there and do what you do. He looked at me. Yeah, you right. And I was still on the bench. He subbed Magic back in. It was the best three minutes I have ever seen him play. This is in high school. You know how sometimes people say, man, you wish you would have got that on camera. Mm-hmm. Like one time some game bangers were chasing me and I was sprinting trying to get away from them. Mm-hmm. Grew up in Chicago and it was a gate that was about, I don't know, it had to be about three feet or three and a half feet. I hit that sucker in stride. <laughs> like, like a hurdle. A hurdle. <laughs> a hurdle right over it. And I looked back and my boys were like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> I, I went to try that thing again. I almost fell on my face. But the adrenaline was in me, right? 
and I'm telling you, I wish we had a film on, on Magic. He, I mean, he came down, he spun, he threw it back here, hit the guy, Pete Buckard, I think his name, called it, he dunked it. Came down again, got one for the steal, went behind his back, went back behind his back, threw it like a bowling ball to a guy, laid it up. Then he came down, he spun, and then took off, they covered both guys, he went in and dunked it. The other team calls a timeout. And I'm sitting there but as the other players are walking over to the bench. And the, and the co head coach was here, assistant coach was here, I was here. Head coach looked at the coach and said, what the hell was I thinking about? <laughs> <laughs> man, awesome. I told Magic that, man, he died. He, <laughs> I, I like, there you go, bro. I mean, yeah. after that, Magic played point guard. We beat everybody by 40, 50 points. Man, that coach was like, get the ball to Magic. Get the ball to Magic. After he said Magic <laughs> run down the court. Is, uh, he and I talk about that, man. He, he remembers it, too. I mean, it was like it was a moment where somebody challenged him, yeah. and he just went to a level that I have not even seen him do when he yeah. played in the league at, at, that, with that energy and that effort and determination. So that's what I got to say about him. And that's why I keep kicking back. Kendrick Perkins yesterday. I agree with Steph Curry. No, uh, you know Curry is the best point guard. I say Kendrick, you must be you must be drinking some good tequila right now, dude. <laughs> it just you know it's just blasphemy. It's the best point guard in the history of our game, and 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 Bird, arguably, is the best small forward. You can say whatever you want to say. You know I put LeBron as a small forward point guard. He's just a chameleon in what he does. But those two dudes were unbelievable. LFG in the chat asking if you knew Chicago Playground Hoops legend Ronnie Lester. Yeah, of course. Ronnie recruited me to Iowa, and we played uh, against each other in, in high school. Of course. Ronnie Lester's unreal. That's dope. That's dope. Well, hey, before we wrap this show up, uh, my man EJ's got a Helping Hands Foundation for uh, Single Mothers uh, celebrity event. You should check it out. He's got a poker tournament, a golf tournament, and a celebrity dinner that anybody can can participate in. Yeah, there's uh, a barcode right there. So scan that barcode, uh, and uh, if you have a company that's interested and wants to sponsor a hole yeah. or anything like that, please reach out. Uh, I'm sure that uh, you yeah, guys and the are poker silly. tournament is a cash tournament. So I want people to know it's not like yeah, it's a charity too. Part of the proceeds go back to sing, helping hands for single mom. But you can actually win if you go and compete. You can win anywhere from ten to twenty grand. So it's uh, and if you put uh, a celebrity out of the tournament, if you knock them out, then you can get the write off as well. So it's like a bounty that's put on all the celebrities' heads for the poker tournament. Golf is selling out. So if you want to get there and play golf at Talking Stick, it's going to be in great shape. You need to hurry up and get your foursome in. If you're single, you can still sign up. Does not matter. And then the dinner, we're roasting Tom Chambers. So for all of you all that, that like, like to get on Tommy Gunn, uh, Tom oh, Chambers has God. a night in store for him. Oh, oh trust me. Oh. I have been busy trying to get all his teammates that oh, can't no. come, but they can send me video. And uh, they're going to have a two to three minute rip, rip session on Tom Chambers, as well as lift them up. But Tommy Gunn is going to get it. Oh, man. Uh, on November, on October the 14th. Uh, so I encourage you all to get your tickets for that as well. It's going to be a great weekend at Talking Stick. Make it a staycation. Man. Go ahead and get your room over there, and you just got three events. And we also have a VIP party, and you can be a VIP that night after all of our events are over. Much so, like the, so there you go. Much like the leather jacket Tom Chambers wears, it looks like y'all about to wear him out. So uh, I'm looking forward to that, actually. Yeah. Uh, so, again, check it out. Uh, is there There's a website, correct? 
Yeah, you, you can go to, uh, well, the barcode was on that thing, yeah. but you can also go uh, to helpinghandsforsinglemoms.org. That's helpinghandsforsinglemoms.org. And uh, you can go on there and you'll see my beautiful picture. Uh, it's not Denzel, it's Eddie. And you'll be able to uh, do it. It's our 11th year coming up. We've raised coming up this year. After this year, we'll probably raise close to $2 million nice. to send single moms to school. That's what this is about. Come to heroes in their home. Uh, you know, I'm not the hero in the home. Uh, I am not. They're the role model. And you got to always remember that the mom is the role model. The dad is the role model. Unfortunately, the dad is not there. So we're helping these moms become a hero in their home, get their college education and be able to take care of their kids at the highest level. So that's what we do every year. And as I said, 11 years going strong and uh, all of it goes to helping these women put them in a better place. The link is right there in the chat. Thanks to our superstar producer, Emma, for finding that and, and putting it in there. So you guys can click on that link as well. Uh, thank you guys so much for joining us. It was a fantastic episode, despite the, the ricochets I got. Uh, it does not matter because uh, at the end of the day, uh, EJ's trying to help going, some people. I'm going to breakfast and, with my 94-year-old uh, mom right now. Okay, all right. Well, She's over there, and I'm going to give me some gluten-free pancakes. <laughs> Hey, they're good. Don't knock them till you try them. Okay. Thank you all so much for joining you us. Put, Cue that music, you know, Emma. I know you that's, put a pile of syrup all on your theme music to end the show. That's another episode. Join us next week for another episode of Outside Shots. Maybe Eddie will bring us a guest. I don't know. We'll see. We'll find out. Uh, you can we join will. us tonight uh, at PHNX Suns at 3 o'clock this afternoon. John Bloom in the house. Uh, until Bloomy. next time, folks. Love you. Peace. Yeah.